What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to Pogo City Radio. I'm your host, Andrew Bedlam. We got a special guest today, Houston Hermit, homo Houston, of Houston and the Dirty Drats. Fucking here with Andrew Bedlam, $4 show, and let's check out Keeping Up With The Joneses. You want it cause you need it and you need it cause you want it. Well, honey, cause you need it and you need it cause you want it. Well, honey, cause you need it and you need it cause you want it. Oh, yeah! Oh, you want it cause you need it and you need it cause you want it. Want it cause you need it and you need it cause you want it. Want it cause you need it, need it cause you want it. Oh yeah. The Joneses have the perfect life. Having money is their birthright. King and queen are the latest trends. Driving Porsches and Mercedes Benz. Had a billion dollar mansion with a yacht in a pool. Sent their kids off to boarding school. Life at the top must be great. As they tell us to just eat cake. Keeping up with the Joneses is completely hopeless. It's a battle that you'll never win. Keeping up with the Joneses. It's all such a joke. You'll probably just die broke. A piece of the pie While they don't even bat an eye It's stress at working 70 hours a week For a pension you'll never see You'll probably die before you even collect Social security Keeping up with the Joneses Is completely hopeless It's a battle that you'll never win Keeping up with the It's not quite as it seems They bought our friends like diamond rings Life at the top's one of the loneliest places Even with diamonds and Rolexes Right, new from Houston and the Dirty Rats. It's a cool little track right we got, there. We got Houston, the man here himself. How the fuck you doing, Houston? <laughs> What's up? What's up? What's up? I mean, uh, Houston hanging out from uh, the after party last night. Had a little extra party for Mike Blanks and his birthday last night after Cuttingham and uh, Tim's show. That was awesome. And uh, we got $4 Sean here as I may have f***ed up here. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, how's your week been, Sean? Uh, I hung out with my wife all weekend. Too fucking, soon. What's that? Yeah, she's false alarm last week. False episode. alarm last week. That I'd leave in the middle of the fucking episode because she was having contractions and shit. No baby yet. No baby yet. May uh, uh, May fourth. May fourth. Soon. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, she wasn't feeling too good this morning. So Andrew and Andrew called me and was like, uh, "You want to do?" Or I called Andrew. No, I called you. I called you and I was like, let's do Pogo. I was like, oh shit, Pogo, right. Yeah, my <laughs> house is a mess and there's like three bands sleeping here right now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I got to, I got to uh, meet some of uh, Trial Bot Terror. They were here earlier. and uh, You haven't met them yet? 
No. Well, I I've seen them around at shows uh, and shit. But I never, like really, Matt never Matt. really like introduced myself. I just said what's up to those guys. Dude, you as keep they were. missing when everybody is here, dude. You keep missing it. But uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, the show was great. There was uh, Battalion Zoska, the Executors, uh, 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 Bad Ups. Who else played? Um. Uh, anti citizen. Oh uh, yeah, anti citizen parasitics. parasitics. I missed the um, beginning of the show. We were getting Mike's cake ready, so rude girl Jess orders. It was really Johnny who had everything planned, and he had Cuttingham take care of balloons. He had the parasitics sing happy birthday. He had me and Jace take care of the food and come back to the house. Jess orders a cake from Giant three days ago, right? It, it, it said the the Pogo King of Hudson County up the punks and uh, it had like guitars and microphones on it we nice. get to giant right before we're supposed to go to the show to pick up the cake my mom made brownies and they're like we don't have any cake i can tell they're going crazy looking for it for 10 minutes i'm like they don't have it they're like we don't have any notification of this it's not at any of our other stores i said well we definitely ordered it and we need a cake they said okay this is the fourth time this has happened today they said we can give you a free cake but we could just write on it so we got we had to take what they had it was this just white like hyper happy birthday mike on english motherfucker no i don't i can't talk but what it was it was a blank half a sheet cake but it had like blue flowers on it and stuff <laughs> so we wrote happy birthday to the pogo king of hudson county and up the system but i got two seven candles and we chopped off the flowers and stuck the seven candles there oh there you go in my mom's brownies she made these little sticks with microphones like stick up things okay so we stole two of them and stuck it in the other two flowers and we made it more punk rock. and also i cut it with a pocket knife because that was all that was there so, <laughs> so it was punk rock enough you know what i mean yeah but the show was great got to see liz blasco work in the door she was oh she was there back. she did oh yeah, she shit back but yeah, it was a great time. Trial by Terror came back, and uh, Mike, Johnny, Renee still passed out saying she's dying. <laughs> and uh, the majority of the house went to sleep uh, 5.30. I, I laid down at 5.30 and was up by 8.30. We were out at TikTok. You were passed out. I invited you. You were sleeping in front of the TV. <laughs> And fucking, we went to TikTok, just got back. We figured we'd kick it. We got Houston here. We wanted to debut one of his new tracks. And I got to be real, dude. That is the, the best track I've ever heard, you guys. The riff alone was just so much more, like, angry. Like, it was, like, it was a lot more my feeling. It still sounded like Houston and the Dirty Rats. But, like, the riff was just more. It was something different I had heard. That was by far the best song I've heard by you guys. I had the the either the CD or the seven inch with the rat, and then I've streamed a couple songs yeah. here and there, and like with the songs you got videos for on YouTube yeah, yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. play them on here. This Keeping Up With The Joneses was by far my favorite. So when did you guys record that? Um, it's actually kind of cool because that's still just the demo. Like we're still working yeah. on the recordings. And it's kind of even neat. Um, we we recorded that demo with Moose from One Sided. Oh, okay. I know and that. Um, he's that actually or uh, uh, he's actually he recorded it that that demo, and then he's actually playing drums on it too. So that's kind of cool. So like double duty for uh, yeah yeah for Moose, Moose. <laughs> who was also in the Parasitics. All these people are like, yo, One Sided's playing. People are asking me if they can borrow my bass rig. I'm like, guys, once no, they're not. And then I look at the Parasitic stage, and half of the members are from One Sided. I'm like, oh, that's why people think One Sided's <laughs> playing. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I was like, Jonas was like, hey man, can I use your rig? I was like, I'm not playing. Like, I don't have a rig here. Well, I literally, I walked out of my car and I was like, oh man, I wish One Sided was playing. And then I saw you. You pulled up, and I'm like, uh, hey. 
I was like, where is this venue? I was like, oh, it's Houston. It was great. It was you great. guys like that venue? I've been there to the the last show that the they VFW? had there, the yeah. VFW. Yeah, it was a good, little, it's a good little venue. Good seeing everybody out there. Got yeah. to see Frank Mayhem, Muggsy, all the old heads from Nazareth, Frank Foe, and uh, everybody from the Jacks, you know, hanging out with Cuttingham, Casey. It was a good time. Fi was there for a little. Had to go take care yeah, of the baby he, who yeah, comes home he, today. Hopefully uh, she's doing better. If you guys saw, they had some uh, serious health problems with Tim and Jade's uh, newest baby, youngest baby. Yeah. And uh, Aaron put together a GoFundMe. So uh, go look around for that. We've shared it around. So go look for Baby Salem's GoFundMe set up by Aaron. She had to have a blood transfusion. Her appendix that out. Is, that is She's crazy. She's only 20 months old. I can't. I couldn't believe she like, came, having to go through something like that. And that she actually suck. came home from the hospital and then had to go back because she got yeah. like, an infection. So it was a whole thing. But she's supposed to be discharged today. So that'll be good, good for, for Salem. Salem. But uh, yeah, so Houston, you said these tracks are demo. What are the uh, plans for them when they're when they're mastered and everything? Ah, uh, the the main plans when we have them all uh, like I re finally recorded and then we can get them pressed. That would be the big plan. So hopefully we'll have them on like on a seven inch. Okay, so yeah, like, uh, like we'll actually like later in the show we'll play the title track of the seven inch. It's called the Wolf, and it should be out. I'm thinking. Hopefully by next summer, I'm thinking with delays, but you know so how it is with up. pressing vinyl, yeah. That's all anybody's talking about last night. It's like, how long, how backed up is your record? Oh, and how backed up is your record? <laughs> yeah. Company? And oh, well, if yours is nine months, maybe mine will be nine months. Mine's like, mine was a year. But yeah, I actually have one of the test pressings here. It's Renee's. Jess she was, was showing it to out. me. That blanks, so, uh, yeah, it's two blanks test pressing. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. So, uh, but Kurt from uh, Dismantled Mantle, Records yeah. putting out the blank side of the split twelve inch getting blasted previously on Jailhouse Records. He is also this is gonna be a why. You know what? We're gonna keep that in the bag. I don't know if I can say that, but ca but Kurt releasing the blanks side it's totally awesome they grabbed the 12 inch cover which was half blank 77 and half parasitics and the logo look it's the exact same so it looks like it's ripped in half and the parasitic side is thrown away <laughs> and you can just see the record and the blanks logo and the, the record's like the record, sticking out a little bit yeah yeah, it? yeah. Like, so you can see the record yeah. and the blanks and even the back was like that. So the same thing. The parasitic tracks are just ripped <laughs> off, and it's a seven inch instead of a twelve. How do you think the, the parasitics feel about oh, that? Oh, they're they're fine. I, I think <laughs> I I think they'll be doing something cool soon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure. And speaking of something cool that they are doing soon, is that split with one sided we got coming out called Take the Streets. One sided and the parasitics take the streets. If you guys go into the description. You can click the link to pre-order. As we said, things are super backed up. But if you pre-order, we're going to send some free gifts along the way. Stickers, pins, shit like that. There's also a discount on the shirts if you buy the record. And also, if you guys are a little DIY shop or something, if you go to that link in the description or pogocity.com, you could buy a bulk order at wholesale real cheap. Go check it out. And, uh, yeah, the Parasitics have now uploaded their tracks to Spotify. So go check out Thankfully. the new Parasitics tracks. And go check out the one-sided tracks. And w why don't we play this 7-inch next? That's what we'll do. We'll play some one-sided. We'll play some Citics. Let me see if I can get the new Citics songs up. We've played them on here once. But now you can access them through the Parasitics on Spotify and uh, Houston you got a couple releases on Spotify as well right yeah yeah so make sure you give Houston and the Dirty Rats a follow what about Hobo Houston you got uh, that stuff, stuff like? I'm gonna try and have stuff out next year okay. for that but yeah all right but uh, yeah so actually we're gonna play 
one of the Parasitic's new tracks coming off the Pogo City Records release. After that, maybe we'll talk to you about your Hobo Houston stuff. We'll go down over through that. We're going to get to Rise or Fall, new from the Parasitic. Go like they it play it last on night? Spotify. Did they play some of these new tracks? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I was there, but <laughs> I got some videos. And we'll be posting some of the videos of Battalion, the Bad Ups, the Parasitics uh, throughout the next couple of days. Pogo City's Instagram. Check it out at Pogo City Radio. Here's Rise or Fall, Parasitics. Like I said, you can order that hard copy 7-inch from Pogo City Records. We're still all waiting for that shit. Dot com. Yeah, pre-order. And uh, yeah, it's going to be totally awesome. We ha- we've having some success with the pre-order, so the album, instead of being 300... At least, are, at least people are buying it. Yeah, instead of it being 300, we're definitely now making at least four... We might make five splattered pink, yellow, and clear vinyl, all all one, like pink, yellow, and clear on the same record. And uh, yeah, definitely uh, looking forward to it. And we got some dates we are looking forward to. Now, May 28th, I think it is, right? Bad English 
Come yeah, in. Yeah, I'm stoked it. for that show. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. One sided trial by terror. Doc Rotten. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the night before, they will be in Nork at QXTs. I'm not sure the lineup on that, but it's totally killer. Both shows by Hostile City Oi. Now, uh, we are good for that date we were talking about with you. Is that is that talkable yet? Oh, uh, yeah, talkable? technically. Yeah, because uh, uh, the Dirty Rats were doing kind of like a regional tour because we're, we, like, the first, like, uh, like I guess what is it? The first quarter of this year, like the last three months, have just been insane because we just we're working on like two EPs. We're working on a full length album, and it's just been like, and we've been playing shows, house to, housing, touring bands. You guys have been touring of, since day one. I, uh, I mean, like. kind no, not really. We actually, it's funny if you want to like, I guess that we could talk about it maybe in depth later. But like the 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 Dirty Rats is really grassroots from Peberg, like. From, from the garage Peaberg? to the road. Like, we were a garage band. So you guys are from Peaberg. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know All that. from Peaberg. I didn't know that. Like, the only two bands no from Peaberg are, are us I've and I've seen you guys a bunch of times, though. What was that? I've seen you guys a bunch of times. I never really knew where you were from. Oh, yeah. Right from yeah. Peaberg. But, yeah, I, I remember even when it was, like, six years ago, you were, like, barely 21, and you were like, yeah, dude, we're just getting in a van, and we're, we're, we're putting out a couple seven inches. And we're just going on tour. Put to myself hitting. I don't know. You were at that time. You were hitting like thirteen places or something. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the next thing I know, you're like, yeah, we're doing what was it? A hundred shows in like a hundred. Yeah, it was a hundred shows in a hundred days. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. crazy. I mean, it was kind of very Black Flag esque. Like yeah. we're just young kids, and we, we we got a van and some instruments, and we're we're gonna get out there and see who's gonna have us, and we're gonna play, and like yeah, do you totally? And you totally went from like. Like just being like a garage band in Peaberg, nobody ever heard of, to having like a following all over the place because you were hitting the road and doing it on your own and having seven inches and getting people to listen to you guys and you guys really grew. And then the next thing I know, you guys are playing local and people are singing the words with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as somebody else who gets to be on stage, that's one of the coolest. First of all, I love the Violent Pit and thank you so much. There's a Violent Pit throughout like one side its entire set. But like, when you you guys get, did that wall of death. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chris, in, in, like he's like, I want a wall oh. of death. Yeah, I was like, yes, Chris. <laughs> yes, I was saying that Chris, was crazy. I was like, man, get out there, dude. I was like, you're the front man. You know, talk some shit. Get out there. And I was like, wall of death. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and it went perfect. That show was that was so uh, Rob's show. Great. But as somebody who's also on stage, that pit. But when you also see people like. Do you know the words to this now? And it'll be funny because it's like, I don't even know all the verses. It's not like I sing them. And you yeah. see people out in a crowd singing and you're like, oh, this is fucking That's me. awesome. That's me. This is awesome. I love well, getting up there on stage and fucking singing with the singer. I remember I was on stage with Blanks doing I Want to Be a Punk. And I'm, I'm like pushing the mic at Justin. He's like, what? 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 I'm like, sing. Sing, sing. motherfucker. And he's like, huh? What? <laughs> and after the show, he's like, what did you want me to do? I was like, I was giving you the mic to sing. <laughs> I'm like, we were playing. I want to be a punk. It's oh, like, I'm like, if I'm ever passing you a microphone, that's because I want you to sing. Yo, I saw the memory. <laughs> Remember when I sang Are We Dead Yet? With the, the Unseen? unseen? Yes. I saw the memory on Facebook yes. the other day. Yeah. He gave you the mic right there. Mark gave me the mic. Yep. That was so cool. That was Sean's favorite song <laughs> from high school for sure. Let's rattle off. So so that date, you guys Oh, yeah, that was it. Because I was like, what were we talking July about? July 8th? Uh, yeah, it's Friday, July 8th. And like I said, because we've been working so hard on like doing all this recording and, and shit, like, um, uh, what we really want to do is just kind of take a little bit of a break. Like, we're not saying, like, 
a hiatus, but just to, like to take month. like like take like a month and a half, you know, kind of just chill. And uh, and then we're gonna do like a regional tour because we, I just kind of I kind of had a bunch of show offers around the same time in July. String them together. Uh, yeah. Some touring bands coming through and stuff. Where you guys? And playing? I just thought to myself, you know, it just makes the most sense to just do a ten day regional run. Totally. Yeah. And I think I have like two or three more shows left to book for it, and then I'll be promoting that soon because I just filled like the last Saturday or last Friday. What's that? The July eighth. Uh, the J- July eighth. Yeah. What decided on that? What you say? For July. Um, I think it like right now. I think it might be Rubik's Pube. Okay. Um, they're from I think like Bethlehem, like like area. I know um, our drummer slash guitar player Felix. Uh, he's really close with Rubik's Pube, mm-hmm. and he wanted to get them on the show. And the show is kind of like uh, on his birthday, so he's really excited. And it's at like he's close with that bar. It's called like the Old Mill Pub. Oh, it's the and Old that'll Mill. That'll be like that'll be uh, Friday, July eighth. So when you say regional, like where are you talking about? So it's gonna be like the whole area. Like I think we have like, uh, like about two dates in Philly with two like kind of somewhat larger touring people, and uh, ish. You know they're on the DIY circuit. You know like. I got gotcha, you. Uh, I got gotcha. you. And the then, bigger DIY bands. Yeah, and then we have like what is it? We're playing Trenton. We're gonna play what, Mill Hill. <coughs> uh yeah, the Mill Hill. I know uh, I'm trying to book uh, like a weekday in Harrisburg. So like just the general area. We're going to be playing the Valley, you know. You're playing we're in we're like playing Buffalo, New York. Are you, okay. <clears throat> are you by any chance playing the June 4th Alt Gallery show? Uh, no. All right. Well, one side it's on the June 4th Alt Gallery show. Been a minute since uh, them that crew in Allentown has been kicking it, but it's great. They've had one show since COVID. Cool. They redid the room. They got a nice stage and lights. It looks great. Everybody's pumped. It's been a minute since they had a show. It's a big one. I'm glad Resting. that place made it through the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love like Sarah. It wasn't, Sarah's and so it just cool. made it. But, yeah, it's going to be a good show. Let me bring up the flyer. You guys can see it yourself at Pogo City Radio on instagram but here it is we got resting punk face one-sided klug and the diamond dogs we got mugsy sean sinbin the crew of uh anti-citizen we got walt and i'm done might makes right and our boys from philly and girl trial by terror this is at 707 north 4th street in allentown the alt gallery early show it's going to be on for a while a lot of bands 3 p.m start all ages 21 to drink, BYOB, uh, no, it's not BYOB, it's a donation thing for beers, And uh, but 21, 3 p.m., all ages, $10 for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight bands. Ten dollars for Holy eight bands, shit. June 4th in the Alt Gallery, June 17th. One-sided is playing in Elizabeth, New Jersey. I do not have the rest of the details, and uh, it'll be we're playing. It's going to be the same lineup June seventh and June eighteenth. One of them, the June seventh, is in Elizabeth, and uh, Brooklyn, New York, is the June eighteenth. More details about the lineup. Got a touring band coming through. We're hopping on for a couple shows. We got something July sixteenth in York, PA. One-sided. We are playing April 9th. In Philly, I gotta write. Down, I don't have the band. That show already passed. Line, did April 9th? Happen? It's yeah, April, April 9th. 24th. Oh, okay. All right. These dates aren't in order. <laughs> and uh, September 10th. April 9th was a good show, though. I was there. Was yeah, the basement yeah. show. All right. Yes, that was with uh, Billy Bats. It was great. Love them guys. That was a lot of fun. I mean that place was packed. <laughs> but, I know, love that basement. It was, that, it that, was that, that house is so good. Yeah, for uh, shows. Hustle House. 
yeah. with uh, Pretty Boy, Rubbish, and all them. Aaron, Incoherent, a lot of fun. But one-sided playing the uh, second annual Punksylvania. Got this one going on in Scranton. It is a three-day show, camping grounds, tons of bands, gutter mouth, the casualties, one-sided, three days long, <laughs> tons of bands. Go check it out. Last I checked, there was less than 100 weekend passes left. Go search Camp Punksylvania yeah. on Facebook, and you will definitely find some stuff. We are playing October 8th in Philly, and that is with one of my all-time favorite bands. Has Okay, one of my... All-time favorite bands that's still around. Can't announce the lineup yet, but mark your calendars for October 8th in Philly. One-sided. It's playing with one of Andrew's favorite bands. So, uh, yeah, why don't we get to another track? We've been talking about one-sided. We just played the Parasitics. Let's get to the other side of that 7-inch and uh, check out one of the new one-sided songs. Now I'm all confused because the album comes up twice. I saw you guys are getting plays in Ukraine. Ukraine must have shitty oh, taste sh in music. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, right? So you can go. They have, like, the back end of Spotify, like yeah, Spotify yeah, yeah, for yeah. artists. And it'll give you, like, the geographical breakdown. Like, your most popular town is Easton, and the second one is California. And I look at the third one, and it's Kiev, Ukraine. For the month, or th in the whole world, and we have... Is that more for April or March? A, a twenty-eight day like span. Oh, okay. So, so we have we we have more plays than we've ever had. Third most popular city, Kiev, Ukraine. I went on Facebook and said one-sided music for battle. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what nice. The hell? But uh, yeah, this is a good song for some battle. Here's Credit Whore by One Sided. Available on the new 7-inch, HogoCity.com.
All right, one-sided right there, Credit Whore. Like I said, link in the description. Songs available on Spotify. The artwork was done by our boy Rob, who recently passed away. And uh, it was his first commissioned piece of art. He was he did so a really excited. Good job. He was flipping out that people were going to be wearing his shirts. He was saying it was unreal. Up uh, like people were going to be wearing his logo on his shirts. Yeah. And uh, he didn't get to see it on the shirt, but he knows it's coming. And you guys can pre-order some. And uh, yeah, it's totally awesome. Going to be a kick-ass seven-inch limited. And uh, there's a lot of good things in store. A lot of shows coming up. A lot of records coming up from other bands like. Some of the bands that hang out on here, they not only have one seven inch coming up, they got like three. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you have to wait so long. Yeah, I know. It's like so, so and also like we had the pandemic to prepare, you yeah, know. But so then you have to space it out. Yeah, yeah. Just like who's putting out three? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The records. It's like, so I, like I can't. Say. So it's like, and you have to line it up too because it takes nine months to press it. So it's like, all right, we're gonna drop it. We're you know, like. That's why I said to the band, I said when we were recording the songs months and months ago, I'm like, we're in a rush because by the time these songs come out, we're going to have eight new songs that we want to push. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But speaking of new stuff, you got some new stuff for uh, Hobo Houston. Why don't you talk about Hobo Houston uh, I can talk about Yeah, sure. I mean, the Hobo Houston thing, it's kind of like, it's not so much punk. It's a little bit more like... Acoustic, uh, folky type? Yeah, it's like uh, kind of like alt country, you know, like... Alexander. Like, uh, a little bit, a um, little bit, kind of more like Mischief Brew or even like Bob Dylan esque because like I play the harmonica and yep, I'm a big fan of uh, John Prine, the folk singer. Mm -hmm. um, he's a great lyricist, and that's kind of like um, I love doing the the Your like Hobo Houston influence. stuff because like uh, one of the most popular songs by the Dirty Rats is called "I'm a Loner." Or, or just la, loner, la, 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 <laughs> yeah. loner. Yeah. Usually close with it. I feel like. Yeah, right? yeah. We always go because that's one of like a lot of people just like sing along with it, and like that's kind of like I wrote that like when I was a kid, like about just like kind of liking to be alone. And when I do the Hobo Houston stuff, I kind of just get to be me and the acoustic guitar and the road. Because a lot of times I'll do like Hobo Houston tours, and it's just fun, you know, just, just be you, the open road and just writing songs and just seeing people. It's, it's fun. It's, it's different, you know? Absolutely. It really shows like your passion for it personally. You're yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was kind of the same thing, like with Mark Unseen doing self-destruct. It's like, okay, so you have the Unseen, you're in a global threat. And you still have all these goddamn songs, and you're making a side project. That's self destruct crazy. Because Love self-destruct. Apparently, it's like the rest of the band, it's like, oh, they can't make it. They got a life. And you're like, hey, man, I can do it. I'll go out on my own. I'll go out with this side project. And it's great, though, because it just continues building a following. I mean, anybody who hears of Hobo Houston is, of course, going to come across Houston and the Dirty Rats. No, you know it's true. I mean? It's true. Like, and especially, yeah. And you can sell, you can still sell your band stuff. You know, that's the only thing that's cool. Like, when I go on tour, I'll maybe have, like, a T-shirt for the Hobo Houston stuff. But I can have, like, my band 7 Inches, my band CDs, and Same and thing, stuff. dude. I'd like, be selling stab shit at the one-sided booth. <laughs> have you ever done like double duty where you played your solo act as well as a show with the Dirty I, Rats? I think I've only done it once. I would have no problem doing it, but I just don't think there hasn't been too many offers for that. But I mean, right. I wouldn't have a problem. You usually probably look for like it, it's more normally solo like, act, like, a, like a show where it's more of an acoustic show for something like that. Yeah, a lot of times, like I think like the one time I did do it, it wasn't like I opened the show acoustic and then the Dirty Rats played later. 
it was kind of like they had an acu- secondary acoustic stage, and I just kind of oh, set over there later, or like around a campfire. You know? More relaxed atmosphere. Yeah, more relaxed. Like later on. Yeah, the the bands are different. So like a like different genre. Yeah, because even like I I I. All my connections are, and all the people I know that I've worked with for the last like almost ten years, are punk rock people. Mm-hmm. But I'm not necessarily like folk punk. Yeah, yeah I'm more of like a scene. folk musician. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I feel like they're like, dude, I don't give, it, I don't care. Like, like it's you, you know. If you want to come through, like I'll book you. And it's funny mm-hmm. because then like all these punks show up and they're like, all right, like this is different. Like, I haven't drunk. been booed off stage yet, so, so that's, that's good. good. <laughs> But I could totally see, like, maybe if you did a Hobo Houston release, I could totally see you releasing it at Spin Me Round and having, like, Houston and the Dirty Rats play a couple songs and then you, like, playing the 7-inch live and having this, like, intimate. Because, I mean, it was the different locations. Spin Me Round, our local record shop, Houston Works there. Love Charles and all of them. And uh, they used to be in the Peaberg Mall, and that's where the Blanks Parasitics getting blasted release party was i remember yep. seeing it on the marquee oh that was such a good show i, I see it I was on the there. marquee and i trying go, to figure out where to drink blake mickey's grenades <laughs> blake 77 and the parasitics at the peberg mall i look yeah, at jess and was, i go the mall so must be doing horrible, horrible. <laughs> 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 yeah because all the stores shut down now and it's shut down yeah it's all the stores were like closed so it's like literally like charlie charlie was like he moved like don't oh i okay it's I'm going to get Blake 77 here. It'll be great, you know? But now they're over in Palmer, which is even closer to us, right off of 25th Street in Easton. Definitely go check them out. I mean, they have plenty of mainstream records, but they got plenty of DIY records. Talking real shit, like the Unsubs and Houston and One Sided. So go check out. Yeah, they still even have like some Hot Blood records from from, uh, Asbury Park. Mad cool stuff. It's a legit Uh, record store. And also, I think... uh, Yesterday, so yesterday was record store day, and I actually played an acoustic, a Hobo Houston set at the line before, like, like at uh, what was it, um, nine thirty in the morning, and then I went to the show last night. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I played for like two and a half hours yesterday for the to it's the solo. line. Yeah, just solo. Two and a half hours set. Holy shit! Yeah. And uh, mm. and it was awesome. It was record store day at Spin Me Round, and I think right now, if anybody's tuning in and stuff. You can, I think, order the Record Store Day releases that are left over from SpinMeRoundStore.com. So just SpinMeRoundStore.com. And uh, and even if, like, when this is on the the Spotify and all that stuff, um, just check out SpinMeRoundStore.com, even if they are sold out of the Record Store Day stuff. Because they have so many good reissues that they're selling and stuff, like like punk stuff, underground stuff, like... That back room. I didn't get to participate in Record Store Day this year. I usually do, but I ain't got the money to go out and spend it at the record <laughs> store this year. That back that, room that. has triple the amount of vinyl that's in the front. Like, oh, yeah. Has, and he told me he's got like a whole nother like warehouse or like yeah. storage. Yeah, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. That's why they're not allowed. Like, <laughs> Casualty yeah. of war. I, as put, I, I put them on the, I I put it on the goddamn table. <laughs> I still knocked it, still knocked it over. Still knocked it over, asshole. Yeah. Fucking asshole. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. Yeah, you are. <laughs> All right, so uh, we are going to play. What is the title track of the new album? Uh, so the title track of the oh. EP is called uh, The Wolf. 
The Wolf. All right, we're going to get to that one. Up next, like we said, these tracks haven't be, been released yet. Yeah, these are just demos, too. Yeah. Them demos, some fun on Pogo City Radio. Give this show a share. Help promote Houston and the Dirty Rats, One Sided, and the Parasitics. You guys want to support for completely free. Hit and like, share, subscribe. That shit totally helps out as well as comments so we really appreciate all that go look for houston and the dirty rats on spotify here is wolf
new demo from Houston and the Dirty Rats. We got Hobo Houston sitting on here with us. That was the Wolf new demo. Uh, look out for some of their old recordings on Spotify and some new ones to come in the near future. What's the best way to find you online? What's your handle? Uh, I guess it's just normally like at Houston Dirty Rats. Houston uh, Dirty Rats. And then uh, the Hobo Houston stuff, it's just at Houston. Actually, it's, uh, Hobo it's Houston. tagged in the description if yeah. you're on the live show. Yeah. But um, I'm not sure if it – I may, might be tagged in, like, Spotify and stuff. And you live listeners, if you missed any part of the show, you can go over to Spotify, iTunes, hear it in its entirety, as well as the other 500, almost 600 <laughs> episodes, all free. Go check it out. Even if you don't have Spotify Premium, it's free. They just splice in commercials and shit. Go check it out. You can find one side at the Parasitics, Houston and the Dirty Rats. We've uploaded some... Um, like old but new to the internet blank 77 songs on their page so go look for that also uh, we put up the johnny thunders london cover and uh, check out the pogo city records playlist on spotify that's got a bunch of the tracks from the unsubs and bands like the bedlam punks uh, the spiky tops will be there i can upload the spiky tops now awesome because we had the problem where i accidentally so i i i have five spotify's like you get a, a package and when i accidentally made two stabs pages because one i used like the, the ampersand and the other I typed out the word end and it made it two pages. It took forever to get that rectified. But we're going to get spocky, uh, spock, spocky tops. Spiky tops. Spiky it, tops. I did rectify it finally so it's all on. So you can get that live rehearsal type thing on Spotify free. Me and Brock in the stabs from a couple years ago. Brock also now in one-sided but go check that out. S-D-A-B-S Mike Blanks in the stabs on Spotify, but now since we have an extra Spotify page, I can put up the spiky tops. Awesome. So let me see, I just got a new phone, so, but I think everything copied, so if we got the spiky tops, yes we do. Here is Renee Blanks, who's still passed out still downstairs. Passed out. I was telling your dad, I was like, yeah, she sleeps till like one o'clock in the afternoon. I know, she's passed out in my bed with Jessica sitting there. Fucking <laughs> Probably watching surfing. The Office or something like yep, that. exactly watching The Office. You are absolutely <laughs> right. But uh, here's Renee Wasted on guitar. Joe from The Unsubs. He's the bass player in The Unsubs, but on vocals in this next track. My man Sean here on drums. It was recorded at Sweet Creek Studios by John. Great, nice high-end studio not too far from here. Down 611, a couple miles. This was recorded for the Shaken and Stirred comp. Here is the Spiky Tops with Let's Go Pogo.
song will be uh, available on Spotify sometime soon. I might do it today, but I finally. I can't wait to like actually share the shit out of that song. I finally. It's like got a year old. We did that like almost a year ago now. Is it really? that long? Yeah. Ago? Oh, no. It was in like May of last year. Holy shit! Really? Yeah. yeah. That was expensive as fuck. That's what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I was expensive. like, oh my god, we did not just spend that much money. I'm like that bitch Renee changed her strings for an hour before we played. Oh, I'm gonna kill her. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Heather's saying she's loving all the tracks we're playing tonight. You know, we totally appreciate that, Heather. All the locals, Heather, kind of a local herself. I'm sure she'll be. Uh, well, actually, Heather moving back and forth right now, but kind of. You know, the Nork scene got relocated because of her job, but checking it out. And, uh, yeah, definitely see her around QXTs all the time. We got some oi, oi, oi comments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely appreciate it. Some love for Houston. And uh, she'll have to get back. I told Heather, we got to play her band. She said she'll, she'll have to get back to us on that one, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we were talking about the Shaken and Stirred record and what this was was, um, I don't know, maybe we'll just do it digitally, I don't know. But because of COVID, when that was going on, there was, there was like people who were down to chill and people who weren't down, like when it was during lockdown, you know what I mean? It was, so this is like two years yeah, ago now. And it was crazy. We would have like a member from this band and a member from that band, and we would just jam at my house. And then we did the Mike Blanks and the Wasted Paradab set, and I was like, Yes, at the wedding. Why aren't wedding. we like recording this? Yeah, I was there. And yeah, I yeah. was like, I was like, we should all do one song. So I'm gonna change up the lineup on every track, and like I'm gonna like do different things in every track, but we'll have a different lineup. And then me and Renee were kicking around names, and I was like, Is it too cheesy and cliche to go like? Because I was thinking about mixing things up, mixing the lineups. I said, What if we did like like a James Bond shake and not stirred? She said, How about we go shaken? And stirred. Like, we'll take it either way. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. So, you know, like, shake, sit, uh, uh, scratch, sitting there shaking up all the, the lineups. Mix, the mix yeah, is, mixing, mix, the mixing the drinks. Yo, Andrew, and I don't know lineup. if it's cliche, but also, like, you could, instead of, like, like the word and, it could even be an N. Oh, totally, yes. You Absolutely. know what I mean? That'd be kind of cool. Shaking and like, stirred. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Guns yeah. and Roses, totally. But, uh, yeah, so that was also the reason we recorded the Bedlam Punks, which was uh, our high school band, me and Sean. Now, he wasn't able to be on the recording, so we had apparently the studio drummer of the area, Moose, <laughs> Moose one yeah. side it. Quintavious. And, yeah, learned He's in everybody's band. Yeah, he learned yeah. the songs is. in like 12 hours. He learned them, came in, met Zach, we played it, came out great. Me and Zach hadn't played together in years. You can find... Two tracks from the Bedlam Punks on Spotify. Would love it if you uh, played them and liked them. We play East Coast Punks on here a bunch, but here's the other one, Drinking Buddies. This song was written when I was 16, and we recorded it We used it to play it back last in the day. Year. All right, here we go, Bedlam Punks. Pogo, bitches. Going out to get again. Gonna get fucked up. Where for a month, but I'm gonna get wasted again. Tonight I'm gonna chill with your mud Well, pass me some of that poison Toss me another drink Tonight I'm gonna get real fucked up With all my fucking friends Pass me some of that poison Toss me another drink Tonight I'm gonna get real fucked up With all my fucking 
nobody's wit Oh, they're friends of Pass them some of that poison Toss them another drink Tonight I'm gonna get real fucked up With all my fucking friends Pass me some of that poison Toss me another drink Tonight I'm gonna get real fucked up With all my fucking friends I wrote that song at the YMCA in Easton, sitting on the lifeguard stand when I was 16 years old. I remember we used to have these sheets where we'd have to test the chemicals in the water like every hour, every three hours, something like that. I think it was every three hours. And I would always be stealing them and writing fucking strong lyrics on the back. And that, that was one of those songs. And I, it was just fucking hilarious. Oh, God, I hate some of the lyrics. They're so... But to pass me some of that poison thing, that was how, that was what, like, came to me and I based everything off, but it was funny, dude. I remember going over these songs and being like, okay, so which ones of these 20 songs we can pick from don't sound too, like, written by a 16-year-old? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, okay, let's not do the political ones. <laughs> let's not hear the 16-year-old opinion on politics. It was like, yeah. which one's, like, not too, I'm mad at my, like, dad. Like, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, no, it was definitely so much fun. And I had to play with Black Zach because we would always talk about how we were going to do this shit. And when I was all fucked up, he was like, fuck this shit. I'm going to end up like this asshole. I'm going in the army. And yeah. so since, like, we're having all this fun, I was like, Zach's got to be a part of it. And he came home on leave for the day from whatever for fucking Tennessee or whatever. Comes in, we'll meet in Philly, record real quick, drop him back off at the hotel. See you in a few years, man. Done. Like, that was just how it went. And it was fucking funny, especially nowadays. I don't know if, because you're all local, but, dude, like, we're literally, like, writing songs over the internet. Like, I'm sitting here playing bass lines and playing a video like okay we're in the key of a and like having notes like drums come in four four basic rock beat this many bars and i got notes on the stage and we're literally just sending each other like in time demos to play along to since we, we none of us were in the same room at the same yeah, time because of covid yeah, yeah and and he was states away and you know what i mean and it was just yeah it was it's just different and i mean even with one side it it's like the songs i've also noticed i'm really stupid and i forget things real easy and especially like i'll have some riff i'm playing and what'll happen is i'll either a i'll forget it instantly or b i'll play it wrong one time and the wrong way since ten thousand times better and then I'll try and recreate it, and I can't. So what I've started, when I'm hardcore jamming, I'm always recording myself now. And then when I'm like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck was that? I just hit stop, rewind, and I'm like, oh, that's what I did. And I straight up the latest song that I wrote for One Side It, which hasn't even like been fully designed by yeah, the band yeah, yeah, yet. Yeah. But that was completely how I wrote. I was sitting there jamming on a different riff. And, you know, you're playing it, you're trying to invent it. And then, like, by, like almost by accident, you change the rhythm or you throw in an extra note. And it was like, hold up. So much better. Could hit rewind and then base the whole song off that. And it was completely way better. 
way better. And that's why I like so like playing with a looper and stuff. And I'm excited because I finally got all the components of my new board. I got that shit together. I just got like a brand new pedal yesterday that just came out. The uh, Poly Blue Octave. I put. I watch so many shows just on pedals alone. I now have three fully set up boards that are like uh, one of them has twelve, one of them has four, one of them has eight, and the main one, dude. This is the greatest thing I have ever built in my life and i was thinking about it it's it's the most expensive piece of gear i have like this unit this unit set up like this if you're if you're looking on camera so what we have here is eight pedals we also have a power supply and then my genius self mounted the wireless to the board see if you if you have a wireless guitar system there's still cables there's just not a long cable attached to your guitar there's like a little six inch cable that's attached to a transmitter but there's other cables elsewhere and you'd have to run them out to your pedal board and stuff so i still should have to have set up like a pedal the wireless which would mean i need two long cables going back towards my amp but i realized with the extra room on the board if i took this unit with the green tape that says bedlam and put it there i could get away with a six inch cable and now i just have one cable going to this board the wireless plugs into the same power system i don't have to take one thing off all i got to do is unplug it from the wall and this goes directly in the case set up completely where i even keep some extra cables underneath it i got my picks in a ramones tin mounted on here i got a flashlight mounted on here the wireless system eight pedals and a top mount power supply this it's a thing lot of work sounds fucking awesome it's all wired underneath making sure the power lines aren't crossing the audio lines with shit zip tied in a proper order all pig hog cables it's it's a work of art <laughs> and uh, i actually use this shit i'd say three of the pedals are on here are on all the time and then these bottom three which are like real effects like effects effects they're hardly ever on i use one in one song a separate one in another song and then one i use in three songs but dude everybody sits there uh, a lot of people i'm getting conceited now but plenty of people and i'm very appreciative compliment my sound and then they're like you really use all that shit and i'm like that's why you like my sound that's <laughs> why i sound different and that's why i always sound the same that's why dude i bring my amp wherever because i care I want people to know, oh, that's Andrew. Like, you know, you hear ACDC, you hear one chord, brand new song that came out yesterday, one chord, you're like, oh, that's ACDC. Do you know what I mean? And I don't mean I want all the songs to sound the same, but I want to have a sound. And like, if I'm playing through a Fender one day and uh, a, a fucking Mark bass the next and not this pedal, I'm not, I'm not gonna sound the same, and I want to. You know I got you. I mean? And not to mention, I just like gear. Like We noticed. You know I mean? uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we noticed. Me, uh, it's been some of the biggest joy of my week has been me putting together these three pedal boards, switching, getting this one, putting that there, pulling that apart, needing this. Dude, it's like masturbation. <laughs> and I swear, <laughs> even, it'll then be like 2 o'clock in the morning. I like masturbating, like, yeah, too. I gotta, it'll be like 2 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. <laughs> 
Be, and I'll be like, oh, I gotta go to work. I gotta be up at seven. And then I won't be playing and I'll find myself, I'll just be staring at the board, not even turned on, just looking at the pedals, gazing, studying one, backing up, looking at the whole thing. And I'm just sitting there drooling. Like it's like a naked woman in my head post. <laughs> like, I'm waiting for you, Andrew. <laughs> but, but I can't. I feel that way sometimes about like uh, records and shit yeah, I buy. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I used to, yeah, I felt I, like that. I yeah. can't not show it. The biggest selling feature, the board alone, the board in the case, three fifty by itself. This case, I could murder Sean with it if I wanted. Yeah, to. you could drop that case <laughs> out of like a second story window <laughs> and like we could we could make somebody's head disappear with this fucking thing. <laughs> and I was sitting there and it's like. One of the other reasons, too, we were having this debate. We're talking about playing, like, you know, in whatever city, like, shadier shows and bad places. And Aaron's like, ah, I'm just bringing one pedal. I'm not bringing my board. And I'm like, but, dude, I'm sorry. If you're nervous about stuff getting stolen, a pedal is about the size of my wallet. It's like, you got this little box by itself. I feel like I can just grab that, put it in my pocket, and walk away. I got a whole fucking pedal board. This thing weighs 30 fucking pounds. You know what I mean? It's a lot harder and to steal. I got two. I can pop two master locks on that. Even the latches, dude. Everything's on it. It's insane. It's got these butterfly latches. The motherfuckers, even if you cut the locks, they wouldn't be able to figure out how to open the goddamn thing. It took me like five minutes. I'm like, how the fuck do you open this? And also, at first I was like, ah, oh, there's not a lock on it, though. But then I noticed they had lock holders. And that's actually way better because you think about it. When you get these guitar locks, like even a gator case, it's like that lock is shit. And if you don't have a gator case and you got one of those cheaper cases, I shouldn't be saying this. But, dude, like any key will open my base case. If you have a case key and stick it in there, it's going to unlock the case. But Probably shouldn't have shared yeah, that. <laughs> but it's like I feel like people know it already. But <laughs> something like that, I can put two master locks on. Like, you know, right. like ones that are like angled like an octagon and shit. And gotcha. it's like, you ain't getting in there. You ain't gonna be able to carry the goddamn thing. It's gonna weigh you down. Like it weighs more than my goddamn cabinet. <laughs> like, it's gonna be very easy to chase you down. Yeah. Like it's gonna be weighing you down. Tackle like you from behind and fucking beat the ATM shit out of you. machine on your back. <laughs> like, it's gonna be very easy to tackle <laughs> you. That's, that happened a lot in the Philly riots. There yeah. were people like trying to like I think someone tried to take bring an ATM machine on a bus. Jesus Christ. What's that movie? It's a comedy where they're trying to steal the ATM machine and they get it, but they can't get in. It's like a hood movie. That's just like one of the storylines. That sounds good. That sounds good. I forget what it is. It's not Malibu's Most Wanted, but like one of those. But it sounds like it'd be in Malibu's Most Wanted. That's not the main premise. It's (laughs) one of the side stories. It's fucking great. But we've been chilling here for an hour. Hope you guys enjoyed our fun show with Houston. It's been a great time having you, Houston. I mean, you got to come back over. We've been saying to do this crash here last night. He was talking about doing one at like 2 a.m. And we've done that plenty of times, but there was like a full-fledged party going on downstairs. So I was like, ah, if you're going to be here, I was like, let's do it in the a.m. You know what I sure. mean? And fucking, so we got it in. But dude, totally, come back over anytime. I'm thinking we're really going to be doing it on Saturdays and Sundays, not so much Fridays anymore. That ain't going to work. Pogo going to be more of a Saturday-Sunday thing. And uh, go in the meantime, especially if we ever mess a week. 
the archives have literally almost 600 shows. Some of them are three hours long from years ago. We're hammered, we're drunk. Some of them have really cool people like Paul from The Unseen or Bobby Steele from The Undead and The Misfits, people from Frontline Attack, all the Denver bands, The Wheels, The Bad English, all the members of Blank 77, plenty of members of the Murder Junkies. The Parasitics. Just, yeah, plenty of times. Gabe on here. Some of the funniest shit you will ever hear. Look for the old school Larry and Gabe episodes. There's like a dozen, but like in like a two year span. Go look for those episodes. <laughs> and Any, anything with Gabe is a good time. You will hear oh, yeah. some shit. Uncle you, Gabe. Yeah, he used to drive me to shows soul. when I was a kid. I'm surprised he wasn't here last night. But uh, yeah, definitely great seeing everybody. Great being able to, uh, you know, have a uh, party. For Mike, I mean, I'm not afraid to say, like, I, like, prayed to Mike Blanks as a teenager. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, really fun to be able to, Happy birthday uh, do to Mike. something like that. David, Jessica had the house decorated. Jessica and Renee brought, like, like party decorations. One of them said, finally legal. <laughs> and they're, like, banners and shit. He walks in, there's balloons everywhere. Uh, the the everywhere. one balloon said, it's a boy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there was, like, baby shower balloons. And fucking, so we bring out the cake. And my mom made these really cool cupcakes. We bring it out. And it actually, when we had Eva's birthday show, that was when Tim got cake all over his face. He was like, fuck this. I'm never playing music again. <laughs> but so Mike's like, he sees it. He goes, how many people are going to eat this? And how much is going to end up on the floor? Every brownie got eaten. And when I left, there was like six little pieces of cake. Everybody ate it. It was a great time. Then we had a bunch of people over. And Mike just thought we were chilling. He walks in. There's balloons and all the decorations. And he's like, you guys are fucking weird. <laughs> but uh, yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday, him. Mike. Why don't we get out of here? And I'm not going to lie. I'm going I'm to do a little, a little masturbation right here. Now, the first 7-inch I ever owned by Blank 77 was a German release on yellow vinyl, so it was pretty rare. It was a split with fucking faces, and it had their cover of Johnny Thunders on it. It was my favorite record. This son of a bitch puked on it <laughs> directly on Mike Blanks's face. It was my favorite it record. It was like 18 years ago. So I had that one in the front of my 7 inches, and the front of my 10 inches was up the system, which was my first tattoo, and fucking, so it's the front one. It's it, it didn't come in a plastic sleeve, so I didn't have it in one cheap paper cover. Sean turns, he's like 16, pukes directly into Mike Blanks' face on the record. Just I still record. blame Nate for that. Because he puked first, He puked right? first, but and it smelled so bad. You turned it at smelled the so bad that it made me puke. We were like 15. I don't even think we were old enough to drive. I think we were we 15 weren't. We were We were like, we were like, in like 10th grade yeah, hiding and like, Mickey's grenades in my yeah, closet they'd been there for like 3 months we were drinking like, like Natty's Ice or some shit like that Nate Nate fucking sunflowers everybody fucking puts his hand over his mouth and fucking spews it all over the fucking room and it smelled like fucking peanut butter Cheez-Its or some shit like that it smelled awful oh my god <laughs> it smelled That's so bad all we ate at my <laughs> house was peanut butter and Cheez-Its uh. dude me and Black Zach one of like my brothers right brothers fight shit face as hell so same time period right so i'm seeing janelle and sarah like i'm like in between relationships right and they hate each other and they know each other zach in the same night 
calls Janelle Sarah and then calls Sarah Janelle and gets me in all this trouble to both of them, right? Then this motherfucker is shit-faced, and he always likes to go, motherfucker, I drank half a bottle of Jack Daniels. And I go, who drank the other half, motherfucker? <laughs> so we are old enough to drive at this point. We're probably 17. We are in my mother's house, the Christian missionary woman, okay? <laughs> we are in her house. We are shit-faced, all right? Fucking Zach is belligerent drunk in my bedroom belligerent i'm on the phone with one of the girls he's just talking she goes hi sarah hi hi and i'm like it's janelle you fucking asshole <laughs> he's like he's like yo man fuck you and i'm like yo zach fuck you and he grabs he grabs my cheeses and he gets, takes them all like nasty and shit and looks at me and starts eating them like all like go fuck yourself and i'm like motherfucker give me my cheeses he goes oh Oh, so these are your cheeses, huh? I said, yeah. He goes, oh, so you tell me this is your room too, huh? I said, motherfucker, it is. He goes, oh, this is your whole fucking house, huh? I said, yeah. He said, I'm gonna eat these fucking cheeses. <laughs> and I just fucking deck him. <laughs> Actually, what it was, he went to hit me first and just swung and missed. <laughs> like just like, I have done that. Strike I have strike one. I fucking did that at a bar one time. Some some dude was talking shit saying he was gonna kill my friend. And I was drunk as shit and he I sla I slammed my beer down the bar and took a swing at him and I totally missed. <laughs> oh my god. So what happens is, right? So there's there's all this commotion and me and Zach are fighting and I am not being nice. I am punching him repeatedly. <laughs> and fucking my mom walks up running in the bedroom pulls me off of him right i'm like i'm fine i'm fine i'm sitting there we reek of jack daniels <laughs> and fucking zach keeps trying to be like i'm cool Gina. i'm cool and then he would always try and sneak over and run over and hit me and he would like fall <laughs> and my mom's like will you stay still right this dumb son of a bitch finally goes i'm, I'm smoking a cigarette goes outside my mom goes back to bed right he goes outside. He's in the garage, right? He thinks he's out front, and he's all, all we hear is the garage doors opening and closing, opening. <laughs> it's like 3 a.m. garage, up, down, up, down. <laughs> Zach is locked out, thinking he's ringing the doorbell because <laughs> that was what the garage door openers look like. <laughs> Just opening and closing the Fucking garage Zach. doors underneath my mother's bedroom. <laughs> That's funny as shit. All right, so finally... This motherfucker comes into bed, all right? It's a couple hours. I hear him making noise. I'm like, what is he doing? 
And I'm like, oh, this son of a bitch. And I'm like, is he pissing? And Zach had a really bad habit of pissing in his pants when he was drunk. <laughs> like a really <laughs> bad habit. And fucking, I'm like, where is this motherfucker? I go into the bathroom. Fucking Sarah Hovannik's asleep with her head at the toilet bowl. <laughs> no Zach, though. Sarah passed out on the floor, head at the toilet bowl. I'm like, Jesus Christ, where the fuck is Zach? I go and I hear this dun dun. I'm like, what is that? Come out of the laundry room. I go in there. Zach has clothes pulled on him. He is curled Why? up. Six. He's curled up Why? in a ball on my washer. Like it's a bed. And fucking pissed himself. <laughs> Sitting on my mother's washer with clothes as a blanket. Drunk as shit. After the doorbell. After the fight. After the Sarah Janelle. Like, oh, Jesus Jeez. Christ. Fucking Zach. Zach. Yes, the guitar player of the Bedlam Bucks. <laughs> We've always had colorful lives. <laughs> always. Always. It's never been any different. I remember People the time like, remember the time uh he beat the shit out of Colin with a drumstick? Because I forget why. Colin is his brother <laughs> and was also in the Bedlam Punks. I just remember one time he beat the shit out of him. He beat stick. the shit out of Colin with a just drumstick. Just probably just because he was calling him Tina and <laughs> wanted to be a dickhead. Yo, so it's mad funny. I swear to God, for those of you who don't know, me and Rude Girl just divorced, but we were married, and we got married after three days. Okay. And one of the main reasons. Nah, nah. That, that's a bad but, idea. That, that's crazy. I never do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got married after three days. And fucking Zach and Colin. Zach was obsessed with Jess in high school. She was a couple grades behind me with Zach. And he would come and he would just call her titties. And she remembers this. He would like, she'd be in class. He'd be like, titties, titties, titties. <laughs> and they, I was already out of high school. They would come home to band practice. And Zach and your brother would be like, oh, my God, did you see Jess Gargone's tits today? <laughs> oh, my God. Tidzilla, oh, my God, she's so hot. Andrew, you have no idea. Here. He's like, they're here. <laughs> they're out to hear. He's talk they're he out would to talk hear. about her for years. So me and her, you know, we, we get together 10 years later, hook up. I'm like, fuck it. We're getting married. I call up Zach. I said, hey, motherfucker. I was like, guess what? I said, I'm marrying Jess Gargone. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I definitely. I want. I wanted to make Zach be my best man at a wedding where he used to drool over the chick. <laughs> Him and your brother would sit there and talk about her. It was fun. And she remembers you. They would like damn dear harass her. Not really, but you know what yeah. I mean. Uh, fucking no, it was hilarious. I got she'd tears like, in my eyes from laughing so she'd much. She'd be like, dude, I'd be in first period history. She'd be like, I'm up all night smoking rock and Zach's screaming in my face, hey titties, hey titties. <laughs> and she's like, dude, I just want to sleep. I Just leave me alone. It's like 830. <laughs> titties, 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 titties. You know Zach, man. Yeah. Fucking crazy son of a bitch. Remember when he quit school? I wasn't there. They all went to no. school the next day. He got expelled. Slash dropped out. And everybody went to school the next day with handwritten t-shirts that said free Zach Tyree. <laughs> he flipped out and just pulled. That must have been after we were out of high we school. We were, yeah. Okay. He just That's pulled, why I don't remember it. He, it was like three months before he would have graduated. He just pulled his pants down and told him to fuck you, suck my dick. <laughs> and yeah, no, they weren't okay with that. 
I bet they weren't. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was very funny. Go though. Zach. Yes, they all went to school. I remember taking all the girlfriends to school. You know, what I mean, because we were all older, and they right. all had free Z- Zach Tyree shirts. <laughs> free on. Zach Tyree. Me and Zach were like sitting there, fucking getting drunk at like 11 a.m. <laughs> waiting for the girls to get out of school. God damn, how are we alive? <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we're going to get the fuck out of here. This all started with the puke talk of the 7-inch, which, by the way, I helped Renee upload that. And I was like, Renee, I need to get you in control of your Spotify. You have no clue how good your Spotify is. You need to be managing it. And fucking, I was like, look, I got an MP3 that's not on there. I said, it's not released anywhere. So it's only on the record. I said, why don't I steal it off my computer? And we upload it like a new release. And, of course, it's London by Johnny Thunders. There you go. And we're going to get the fuck out of here with it. Going to remind you guys to go check out Dismantled Records. Look for any pre-order information on the blank 7-inch, the tracks from the split with the parasitics but the blank side. Go look for that. Go to pogocity.com and uh, check out the archives also on Spotify. Also, you can pre-order the bl- the bl- uh, the one-sided and parasitics record from pogocity.com and the link in the description. If you guys really like the show, you want to help and donate out there's a uh, donate there's a paypal link where you can uh, leave a tip in the tip jar a dollar or a million you know whatever you can afford we're down and uh, i got to say thanks to uh, houston where can they find your stuff again houston uh they could find it on spotify you know facebook instagram uh, tiktok all that crap like, you know one side it's all excited cuz our new album, our new seven inch on Spotify has like two thousand plays in the month. This track that I uploaded, Renee, two weeks ago has four thousand five hundred and sixty plays already. Nice. Here is London Boys Blank seventy seven from nineteen ninety four covering Johnny Thunders. We will see you guys next week. Remember to like, share, and comment. Find the podcast on Spotify. Here's Blanks. I uh, do that good outro and then fuck it up. Leave it to Andrew, right? Here's Blank 77 on Pogo City Radio. All of us!